this is a learning curve, whether it's for someone like me who's been in the industry for many years or someone that's brand new. It is a learning curve. It's going to take time and hard work. And as long as you, you know, keep pushing, it'll work. Welcome to Declaration of Independence on Agency Nation Radio, where insurance professionals turn on the mic and share unscripted stories about leadership, technology, marketing, success, and failure. Stories that helped to make them the professionals that they are today. From Main Street USA to the pages of Independent Agent Magazine. Brought to you exclusively by Agency Nation Radio. This episode is supported by PersonalUmbrella.com, where you can quote standalone personal umbrella policies of up to 5 million in three minutes online, just by answering four simple questions. Despite a global pandemic and all manner of disruptions to the domestic and international economy, the 2022 Agency Universe study revealed that the independent agency channel had grown by 4,000 agencies, up to 40,000 from 36,000 in 2020. Against the backdrop of record mergers and acquisitions and economic uncertainty, these new agencies represent the essence of being independent. Initially, my goal was just, you know, to be able to sell enough policies to truly just cover my monthly expense since I'm starting at ground zero. Um, and I knew that would not be easy. And so I'm actually surprised and overwhelmed that I have been able to crush that goal each month. And so now my goal has kind of shifted to expanding my business. Michaela Cooper is one of these agents. After receiving offers to start a captive agency, she could have followed in her family's footsteps. However, the draw of being an independent agent proved impossible to ignore. She started her agency in April 2020, a decision which is already proving profitable. Michaela, thank you so much for joining us. So, despite everything that's been going on in the world over the past few years, as well as what's to come, tell us why you decided to start your agency. Why now? Yeah, definitely. So prior to starting my own agency, I worked with my mom for seven years, who is a captive agent. And several times I've been offered to, you know, start my own agency. But my previous years of working, I've noticed the lack of options that we had to give our clients. And I like to say, you know, insurance runs in my blood because like my mother, my grandfather, my uncle, um, they were also agents, my grandma, my aunt, all of us work in the insurance industry. Um, so it's kind of inevitable that I was going to do this. Um, and I've been wanting to do it for a while. I just didn't know what path I wanted to go down because I didn't necessarily want to be captive. So anyways, insurance is something that everybody has to have. So the clientele is there. It's just a matter of if you have a competitive product to offer, you know, at the right price. Um, and so going independent was one of the best options that I've made because, you know, I've been able to help a wide variety of clients um, and give them options that are customized to their needs. And, you know, I was offered an opportunity, so I took it. But your family have all worked on the captive side of insurance and you were offered the opportunity to start a captive agency. What was it about being an independent agent that appealed to you? So my mom uh, works with AMFAM, American Family Insurance Agency. And, you know, they're always looking for new agents, whether because someone's retiring or, or whatever the case is. And so, you know, there's been openings and they're like, oh, you know, Kayla would be a great fit. Um, why doesn't she do this? And ultimately I decided like, that's not for me because, and all my family, let me be specific. Everyone in my family works for American Family and has been for 50 plus years. So, um, you know, they're, that's what we know. And so I'm kind of like the black sheep here, but <laughs> I, decided I didn't want to do that again because there's lots of things and it's not just with AmFam but you know with captive agencies 
there's just a lack of being able to help your clients in all aspects. And also I didn't want the pressure of having to respond to someone else or like, you know, meeting certain quotas. Like I don't thrive in that way. I'd like to set my own goals and, you know, work for myself and do that stuff versus someone, you know, down my throat being like, you need to do this or else, you know, that that's not for me. <laughs> so once you decided to start your agency, what was the first thing you tried to check off your to-do list? Honestly, the very first thing I did as a new agency was network. I remember prior to even getting my official start date, which was actually April Fools. Um, I met with many different captive agents, um, prior friends and colleagues that I have in the insurance industry, along with other agents that I've heard are also, you know, frustrated with certain products. So I didn't necessarily know them, but my goal was to meet with as many of them and build as much, um, you know, rapport and build a good relationship because my goal is to find a solution to filling in those gaps. Because again, a lot of those captive agents um, don't have a product to offer for all their clients um, and don't have an answer for certain things that they need. And so my goal was to be the person and the agency that each agent and or staff member working in the office thinks of when, oh, hey, my client can't write this, let me refer you to Michaela's agency. So that was truly the first thing that I did and I'm still doing it to this day. And you're a one person agency at the moment, so you must wear many hats. What are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing? The biggest challenge I've had so far is truly learning about the different policies because again, I was working with my mom for seven years and we were captive. So I knew the product, all the ins and outs. And I was just, I was truly an expert on what I sold. And so coming into this new agency where I have all these different markets, it's, you know, it's overwhelming and I have to be able to, you know, decipher, oh, this client would fit best here. This company offers this and trying to figure out what's best for each person. And so it, it's a huge learning curve because there's so many carriers. Have you set yourself any goals for the next few months? Initially, my goal was just, you know, to be able to sell enough policies to truly just cover my monthly expense since I'm starting at ground zero. Um, and I knew that would not be easy. And so I'm actually surprised and overwhelmed that I have been able to crush that goal each month. And so now my goal has kind of shifted to expanding my business. And so I want to become more visible to the general public because right now, truly 95% of my business is referrals and it's mostly from captive agents. And so also becoming more visible, I want to come up with more efficient processes um, along with expanding my knowledge of the different products. Because like you said, you know, I am a one man show. And so I'm being pulled multiple directions at once. And so being able to efficiently and, you know, accurately take care of each task, that's important. So when I worked with my mom, I strictly did commercial like that is my jam. I love commercial, but obviously I do both personal and commercial. Any business I get is great. Um, I would say right now, my book is probably 50 50. Um, when I get a commercial referral, if they don't have their personal stuff with, you know, whoever referred it to me, I definitely write that or vice versa, but I would say it's about 50-50. Okay, awesome. Now, every agent that appears on this podcast is a Big Eye member. Tell me, why did you decide to join your state association? Have you used many of the member benefits yet? 
Yeah, so actually the lady who helped me get into being an independent agent, she recommended Payak. And I ultimately decided to join them because of all the different resources that they offer. There's products for resources for my agency, for example, you know, business services, electronic signature, leads, hiring, the list is endless. Um, and they make it easy to find. And that's very helpful, you know, when you're starting because you just, there's so much, you just don't know where to start. Um, I like that they have free training sessions with different carriers. And I like how I also have access to different carriers that I don't necessarily have through Asnoa. Like for example, one I've used so far is Pinnacle. That's pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't be able to have that otherwise. So I really like how they have different networking events. I've been to one of those because, um, again, I've stressed the importance of getting your network on. And I've also noticed that, like, you know, if I if I need something and I don't know what to do or where to start, um, I reach out. I know my representative is Aaron. Everyone is always super friendly and very resourceful. So that's that's awesome. <laughs> yes, we are very friendly. And you're a mother to four little ones. So what are the advantages of being both a mum and a business owner? I love it because I'm able to, you know, I guess kind of make my own schedule. I do have set hours and 90% of the time, well, 95% of the time, I'm, I truly stick to those. Occasionally, you know, I do have four little kids and so things come up and it's nice to, you know, not have to call into work and just be like, oh, I need to take, you know, a 30 minute break to attend. Um, her school where she got an award, which is awesome. And, you know, I am a millennial um, and I do things non-traditionally. Like I don't have an office storefront, especially, you know, starting. I do everything virtually because um, a lot of people, you know, just want to talk over the phone or email. And so, you know, all those things make it very easy for me to just be very flexible and I love it. Well, thank you for your time, Michaela. I've really enjoyed talking with you. But before you go, one last question. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start an agency? Is there anything that you wish you had known before you had got started? My advice truly would just be to build lots of relationships. I know I keep touching on that, but that truly is the key when going independent because it's, you know, when you're a captive agent, you know, they have a big company name and you get referred people and things like that. But as, you know, an independent agent, that's not really the case. Um, so building those relationships is key. And then to not give up because, you know, this is a learning curve, whether it's for someone like me who's been in the industry for many years or someone that's brand new. Like it's, it is a learning curve. It's gonna take time and hard work. And as long as you, you know, keep pushing, it'll work. This episode is supported by personalumbrella.com where you can quote standalone personal umbrella policies of up to 5 million in three minutes online just by answering four simple questions. You've been listening to Declaration of Independence. I'm Will Jones, Editor-in-Chief of Independent Agent Magazine, the monthly deep dive into the IA channel, available in print and online at iamagazine.com and free to all Big Eye members. If you know of an all-star agent or agency that should be featured in Declaration of Independence, send an email to iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice.